Right now, a future president could be running as a local candidate on your ballot. This person is vying to represent you, your family, and your community. Do you know what they are and what they stand for? Vote411.org is your tool for accurate and unbiased, up-to-the-minute election information on the candidates running in local races. Just enter your address to get started. Your vote is your power, the power to decide who represents you in 2022 and beyond. Get online, get the facts, and make your voice heard on election day. How are you today? Good. Uh, thank you. I appreciate uh, just your understanding. Just rally was going to go over. Thank you. Oh no worries, bro. I know how I could be at those things. You talk story, you get lost in things. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta make sure to connect with everybody. You know, you only one man. You know, so that's that's why I yeah. give that buffer of, of an hour. You know, in, in in booking you guys, is that I leave enough space just in case you guys get caught up. You know, yeah. kissing babies and everything. Uh, you know, yeah, you Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know how it goes. Oh my God. Shoots. All right. So let's get right into the thick of it then. Um, okay. Could you let everybody know who you are and what office you're running for? Yeah. Uh, my name is Sergio Alcobilia. I'm running for Congressional District One uh, to represent um, Hawaii in Congress. Right on. So we're doing a little education for the voters uh, just so they know. You know how to interact best with uh, their politicians and those in office, and so could you please explain what that office does? Yeah, so Congress um, is at the federal level, and so it passes a lot of the laws. Um, you know that uh, you know sometimes we think it's so far away out there in Washington D.C., right? But um, that office is, is are, are things that impact us um, at the federal at the federal level from um, our drinking water. Um, from military defense, um, you know, just to, to things that we don't think about every single day. Um, there's so many things out there that impacts our lives from the moment we wake up until the time that we go to bed um, at the federal level. Uh, a lot of the laws that are getting passed there, you know, things that um, 
you know, would would impact us. You know, for instance, um, uh, from early early education uh, to providing um, childcare, um, you know, things like Medicare for all. Um, you know, finding ways to to protect our environment. There's a lot of laws that um, uh, that we could push for at the federal level that would benefit so many people here in Hawaii. But just in a nutshell, uh, we have our state laws, we have our local laws, but it's now the federal laws, and those are those are things that impact everyone across the country, not just here in Hawaii. Right on. So before we dig into your campaign, could you give us a little backstory about yourself? Yeah. Yeah, so just a little bit about myself. Uh, I was actually born in the Philippines. Uh, I immigrated to this country when I was seven years old. Um, you know, when um, I first came to this country, I didn't know how to speak any English. Uh, my my father was a, uh, actually a police officer in the military. My mom was a nurse. Uh, when I was six, uh, right before I turned seven, my dad was actually gunned down by a communist hit squad not too far away from our, from our home. Um, you know, and... Uh, I can still remember just, you know, the sound of gunfire just going off that night. And so it's really, just really a scary moment for us and our family. And, you know, for me to find out the next day that it was my dad that was actually gunned down. Um, you know, those are, that's something that I always remember. Um, but my mom, you know, I, I give a lot of credit to my mom, a lot of props to my mom. Uh, you know, she, at the time she was uh, five months pregnant with my youngest brother. But she decided that uh, you know, she was going to try to keep our family together. And uh, she decided to come to the U.S. and she brought me with her. Uh, you know, she worked multiple jobs until uh, so she could save enough money to bring the rest of my siblings along. So we, um, you know, growing up, uh, there's three boys and three girls in our family. And then, of course, my mom by herself. So uh, just a lot of fun, fun times growing up. But really the challenges of seeing my mom working hard every single day. Um, just trying to make ends meet and making sure that we were provided. Uh, I think it's what gave me really that uh, that desire to give back. Um, there were so many people that helped me along the way, uh, so many families that helped us and um, overcome some of these challenges that uh, now that I, I have an opportunity to be able to pay it forward and to give back, um, you know, that's what's driven my career in, in public service. Um, a public interest attorney. I worked for the Legal Aid Society of Hawaii for the last 10 years. Uh, so really my focus has been making sure that you know, vulnerable communities and that people um, can get the help that they need. Um, everything from from legal help to um, just making sure that their voices are being heard. Um, I'm a board member with Hawaii Worker Center. Uh, it's another nonprofit that advocates for low-wage workers. And I, and I just come back from a rally in support of, um, you know, unions trying to ask for um, just for uh, respect and uh you know fair pay and uh, just to be treated with a sense of dignity and you know, for me i'm always going to stand with the working class uh you know working class uh, families and, and communities because that's where i come from and that's where my heart is is, is to serve right on so let's dig into your campaign what what sits at the top of, of your campaign as far what what are your goals in mind with the office of the senate so, you know, with Congress, of course, right, I mean, um, I'm one of 435 people, but uh, my main thing is making sure um, that we make government and our democracy and our politics work for the people. It doesn't have to belong to just uh, the rich and powerful interests. Uh, you know, people with money, it just doesn't have to belong to the lobbyists, but it belongs to everyday people like you and me, people that are struggling every day to make it working, you know, uh, two or three jobs. 
uh, trying to find childcare for their kids, trying to find the best education for their children. Uh, you know, living it. Um, you know, living in a multi-generational household where um, you know our parents and our grandparents may be living with us, making sure that uh, they're taken care of. But those are the type of voices, those are the type of issues and challenges that are being left out of the conversations, that are being left out, you know, at the table where these decisions are being made. You know, we don't need more millionaires in Congress. We need people uh, that know just the struggle of everyday working people, that know authentically just really the challenges that people face. Uh, you know, one of the things I'm going to continue to push for is just making sure that the voices of our working families are being heard, right? Um, making sure that uh, Hawaii continues to, continues to be affordable for families that want to stay here and, and live here. Uh, I have two young children. I have a 10-year-old uh, daughter, Aina, and an 8-year-old son, Sergio, and they both attend public school. And I'm always concerned, you know, what is what is their going to future? What is their future going going to look like? Ten. Uh, eight years from now when they become adults? Um, are we preparing them, uh, you know, the best way for them to succeed? Uh, are they going to be able to stay here in Hawaii and find a home and, uh, you know, give back to the community uh, to be able to work here? Just, you know, so many uh, of their friends are moving out, so many of my friends are moving out, and, um, you know, for them, they just feel like it's just not worth it anymore to, to keep grinding away and just barely making ends meet. So one of the things I'm going to push for, of course, is, uh, you know, continuing to, to raise the minimum wage, we need to make sure that, um, you know, at least at the federal level, that we can at least get it to at least $15 an hour. I'm glad and grateful that our legislature here currently passed uh, a bill to raise our minimum wage to, uh, to $18 an hour by 2028, but I'm going to push for it sooner at, at the federal level by pushing for it for 15 That would um, be... You no, know, second, I want... Yeah. Uh, that would be, uh, you know, an amazing, that's an amazing thing to hear, you know, for most people who yeah. do the math, they understand that, you know, in the uh, the more expensive parts of Hawaii, I mean, cost of living is closer to $20, so anything that can bring up yeah. that line in the better, bro. Yeah, yeah, and that's the hope, and that's really where my frustration was, just, I just feel like, you know, people that are, us that are struggling to, to try to at least, you know, make a living wage, um, you know, it's just, it's just falling on deaf ears, and uh, we need to continue to push for it. Right on. So, yeah. um, what's the, you know, uh, you got quite a bit of space left here. What's what's the biggest thing that you'd like to bring up with your campaign right now? You know, I'm not taking any corporate back money. We made this pledge that, uh, you know, this is going to be a people-centered, people-powered campaign. Right? It's, it's not about um, corporate interests. It's not about um, you know, putting, uh, you know, their needs of our ultra wealthy, um, above those of everything else. But at the heart of it is just making sure that people at the grassroots level, uh, are being helped. Um, and my campaign stands for that. Uh, we need to take dark money out of politics, you know, um, but, uh, what distinguishes me from, from our current incumbent is, you know, I'm not, I'm not a corporate attorney. I've been an attorney for the people always advocating, um, uh, issues that champions uh, you know, our everyday working people. And those, that's the type of voice that we need in, in Congress. We don't need, again, just more millionaires running the show for us, but we need people at the table that can actually, that understands really what people are going through. Um, but, you know, there's so much work to be done, but uh, all I can say is that I'm going to continue to champion uh, all these causes that that is meant to help people, uh, not meant to help 
corporation or corporate interest, but it's meant to help people. And that's what I believe government should be, and that's what I believe our democracy should be. Right on. So one thing I'm asking all candidates, you know, and that really relates to, you know, what you just said here is what what can the people do to help in that exchange? And, and not just in the sense of the election alone, but what can we be doing as a community in Hawaii to help make reflections to the federal level that make them listen? You know, I think the biggest thing is just making sure that we continue to hold our elected leaders accountable, right? Uh, sometimes we tend to think that, um, you know, they're so far away or so far so detached from what's going on on the ground, but it's really up to us. It has to be a two-way street, right, in terms of making sure that we hold them accountable uh, to serving the community's interests, to serving the people's interests. Um, and we do that by just being educated on, on what the issues are. Uh, first, and then the second is letting people or letting our elected leaders know what the issues are that are important, important for them, and why it's important for them. Um, you know, and uh, I think that's really where it starts. It's just raising that political will, uh, because there's only so much, you know, uh, people can do in terms of, uh, you know, when candidates are campaigning, they'll make all these, these promises or they'll say all these things, but at the end of the day, it has to be the people that hold them accountable. Right on. So, um, how can voters and people in your district follow and interact with your campaign or support you along the way? Yeah, best thing is just go to my website. It's Sergio4Hawaii.com. Or uh, go on um, social media, Facebook, Sergio4Hawaii, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, That's really um, just to uh, know where the campaign is and what's going on. Um, And then just, you know, second, if, if... you can help support by letting others know um, that the primary is coming up August 13th. Maybe helping family members and friends, you re- make sh- making sure that they're registered to vote. Uh, you know, you'd be surprised with some how many people I've met that that don't even know that they need to register to vote. Um, especially if you're 18, you know, I feel like it's part of our responsibility to make sure that our voices are being heard. And you first do that by making sure that you're registered to vote. So, whatever people can do to help push that, uh, you know, get your family, your friends. Uh, register to vote, and then second, just supporting the campaign, um, either donating or, or just volunteering. Uh, and again, Sergio4Hawaii.com is, is really the best way. Right. Uh, so, um, I'd like to be able to check in with you in about a month, if that's okay, to see how the campaign trail is treating you and, and developments as we go along. Would that be okay? Of course, Sergio. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm really here for the people. My, um, I'd love to hear more from uh, you know, from the community and uh, whatever I can do to make sure that we get the message out. I, I, I do want to say uh, here um, in, in the first district here in Oahu, kind of the biggest thing that I want to continue to push for is that uh, we make sure that we shut down uh, the Red Hill fuel tanks. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we check back in a month, uh, please, I, I hope that we've been able to make progress on that. Um, I know our Navy and our Department of Defense has said you know, that, uh, that they're going to submit uh, they're playing in June, but we need to continue to hold them accountable. So when we check in next month, uh, hopefully uh, things have progressed forward so that uh, our drinking water is protected. Well, I'm not going to p- completely speak on behalf of the people, but we ain't going to hold our <laughs> breath. So, you know, I, I really hope that, uh, you know, w- this is something that can see, uh, you know, a positive end to it sooner rather than later, yeah. lest we end up like yes. Flint, Michigan. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, uh, you know, I just feel like we've we've done so much damage already. Um, 
and so much disrespect uh, to to this land and, and to the people and then it's time that we start making things right agreed well sir mahalo for uh, taking the time today to to come on air and uh talk to the people I absolutely appreciate it, and I look forward to talking to you again. Likewise, my pleasure. Thank you for uh, allowing me to be on, on on this space. Absolutely, you know, we're just we're trying to make sure that everybody gets their chance to be heard. You know, I feel that that's a lot of what's missing on the media side. And as a, you know, someone who's been working in in broadcasting and entertainment for most of my life, you know, I. I, I felt it was especially needed back in Hawaii for, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. uh, just a place for everybody that, that, you know, a clean, open environment that's not filled with editorial or hyperbole. It's just simple, factual conversation in everyday life. So I'm glad you yes. could be a part of it with us. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, you have a wonderful rest of your day, sir, and uh, we'll catch up soon. Take care. Aloha. <gasps> Rabbit Holes is a Manavakal production. This episode was produced by Kadika Hoke and Sarah Rodriguez. Make sure to subscribe and follow on your favorite podcast platforms to add our weekly episodes to your queue.